whatever you choose to do. Jesus, your presence is all we desire, all we need. Everything is provided in you. And we thank you, Father, for everything you've done, for everything you've planned for this house, the building that you're doing, the foundation you've put in, the structure that is beginning to rise. For surely the Lord is in this house. And there is a shift coming. We are changing gears. We are going to a higher gear. We are going to another level in the glory of God. For surely there is another level of my glory I am depositing in this house. There shall come an increase of hunger for my presence, for my presence is truly the desire of this house. The cry of this house has come before the throne of God and the presence of God is coming in such a way that there shall be a tangible presence of the Holy, Holy One of God. There shall be anointing upon this house that shall increase. There shall be favour upon this house. There shall be miracles in this house. There shall be healings in this house. There shall be a, a weighty presence of God, a tangible anointing that those who come into the house will recognize truly this is the house of God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come and have your way. Do whatever you want to do, Lord. We open our hearts. Lord, we ask you to come and do heart surgery on every person that enters this house. Lord, that truly you can come and divide that which is of your spirit and that which is of the flesh, and that you will come by the power of the sword of the spirit, and you will divide that which is not of you, and you will separate it, for surely the house of God will become the holy house, the habitation of the spirit of God. The angels will be manifest in the house. The healings will come. The miracles will be happening, because the presence of God has placed himself in this house, and the Holy Spirit will reign in this house, there shall be a holy fear of God that no man shall come into this house to do his own thing. For surely I have called this house to be a glory house representing my presence in this city. Do not be concerned about the shaking. Do not be concerned about the things that trouble your heart. For I'm making room for more. 
I'm making room for more, that your heart will be filled with the glory of my presence. And the things that I remove, you will gladly give up. For my presence is all you need. Prepare your heart. Build up, build up, says the Lord. Prepare your heart. For the highway of hunger shall draw my presence. And you will know what it is to abide in the shadow of the almighty God. Where his protection that is supernatural will be around all about and there is no fear in the presence of Almighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Wow. There is um, <clears throat> just something about the presence of God. Something good. Something good. Um, yeah, if, if you heard that, I didn't know that was coming, but it doesn't surprise me. I... When I, when I was in worship, I heard the Lord say to me, there is a shift happening right now. Yeah. Right now, we're changing gear. Yeah. 
we're going into a higher gear. I heard that so clearly. And we've got to be prepared for what God is doing. We are in such a, a, a wonderful time in the whole scheme, whole plan of what God is doing. There has never been a time like this where we're going to experience encounters with God. We're, we're going to find out how much the resident power of the Holy Spirit is available for us in everything we're doing. And there has been a bit of stuff going on, in case you haven't noticed. The enemy is, is not just going to roll out the carpet and say, welcome. He's trying to throw stuff against the church, against God's people. There's a, there's a real battle there going on. But God's... God's not impressed by what the devil does. He just doesn't give a rip what the devil does. But we need to understand that the, the, the whole plan and purpose of God in our life, in, in the shaking, I think I mentioned something about a bit of a shaking, it's just getting rid of the, 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 the brushwood, the fluff, the stuff that... You know, it's almost like... The shaking is just dusting yourself off. You know, it's like we've been knocked about a bit sometimes. Well, get up, dust yourself off and get ready. But we have to be prepared. We have to be hungry. Now, if you were in the meeting on Friday night when Corey was preaching and prophesying, there's a whole lot of things coming out. You may understand now why, when I'm not here on Sunday, why I'm in Numa Church where Corey's preaching. Okay? I recognise what God is doing in the place, and I am so hungry for what God is about to break out in this house that I will do whatever needs to happen to facilitate what God wants to do. I'll put myself wherever he wants me for whatever he wants to do to say so I can hear from God clearly about the, the future for this church and what he's planned to do. Now, I, for, for quite a while, I've been wanting to, to teach and share a little bit about what's in my heart about the fivefold church, about multiple eldership in the church, about a move of the Spirit of God in the church where men and women who are called and anointed by God are flowing in the Spirit of God in the moment. It's not a pre-planned package that we come to present for you on Sunday morning, not here. It is in many places. Many places it's a pre-packaged... There you go. This is it. Get rid of this crowd, bring the next one in, same package. Not here. This is different here. And you're going to notice the difference even more. There's coming a time, oh boy, 
There's coming a time where it's going to be clearly seen by those who have a hunger for God. What's the real? What's the fake? I don't like fake. I've never liked fake. Don't like fake. Don't like hype. I want the real thing. And I've said many times, if I can't have what God's... <laughs> there, are, there, are, there are certain things that are very difficult for me to express in words. And it, it's, um, sometimes it's freaky for some people, but it's, it's just an overwhelming of the, the Spirit of God. That's all it is. And... and, and and I said to God many, many times, if I can't have what you've told me in this house, I'm going to the beach. I'm not settling for anything less. If I can't have what God has told me here, I'm going to the beach. I was at the beach last week, I think it might have been. I don't know. Yeah, was it? The week before, I don't know. And, and I just had such a wonderful time walking on the sand with God. There are two places I really feel the presence of God. Here? And the beach. When I go walking. Just get in the presence of God. But I've discovered it's another place. I've discovered another place. Where my heart is so at home. And it's with Corey Turner. Now, just get ready. Because like I said, we're shifting. There's a shift. So I had planned on, on sharing a little on the, the fivefold, but that's not going to happen this morning. <laughs> um, I just felt last night, I don't think it's going to happen. And this morning, when I was praying before church and in worship, God started speaking to me a little bit about some verses. So I want to go to Isaiah. Um, book of Isaiah, chapter 57. Now, some of this might be familiar if you were there Friday night. Because this is a portion of what um, Corey mentioned on Friday night. So I'm just going to read this verse for a moment because this is where the Holy Spirit brought me to. Isaiah 57 and verse 14. And one shall say, heap it up, heap it up, or build it up, many translations say. Build it up, prepare the way. Take the stumbling block out of the way of my people. For thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I will dwell I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble. Do you want revival? I am so hungry for revival. David wrote in many psalms, Oh God, revive my heart. Restore your word. Revive me, O oh God. Bring me back into that place of fellowship with you. Don't ever take your spirit from me, Lord. I've got to have more of you. This is David's heart. 
God says, I dwell in the high and holy place. Also with him who has a contrite and humble spirit. God is looking for holiness of heart and humility of heart. God is going to raise up his humble, holy servants. That is something we're going to notice more and more. God placing his holy, humble servants who are his sons into the position where they're going to function according to the direction of the Holy Spirit. Some are yet to come that haven't got that understanding, but God is going to do a quick work. Now, I looked up this word contrite. It means deeply affected with grief and sorrow for having offended God. Do you know that some of the things we do actually offend God? So God says, I dwell in the holy place and I want my people to be holy. So holiness is not an outward show of of goodness and works of the flesh and trying to impress and how you dress. That's the Pharisee spirit. Holiness of heart is a complete humility and surrender to God and an awe and a reverential fear of God. I am so impressed by the holiness of God. I would not dare presume to do things without his influence, without his will being the priority of what I am doing. The Holy Spirit wants to be involved in every area of your life. Imagine how much easier it is or better it is for a mother raising her children with the Holy Spirit's help, with the presence of God, with the anointing. God wants us to understand he is with us to work through us in every area of our life so we can be representing Christ. So we need to be preparing our hearts for that presentation of his spirit, that representation where we're prepared to just say, okay, Lord, here I am. I don't have much to offer, but I give it to you. And you watch what God will do with a humble heart a contrite spirit that is just so wanting God. A broken and a contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. That's what David wrote in Psalm 51. Now, these verses in Isaiah prepare the way. Take the stumbling block out of the way of my people. Why? Because God wants to present himself with his people to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. So we, we are hungry for God. See, hunger is the, like the, the magnet that draws the, the, the presence of God. 
We can be a, a magnet for the presence, the goodness of God, just by humbling our hearts, recognizing without God, we're hopeless, can't do it. How many years does it take for men and women striving in their own ability to try and do everything and then they come to the plate with, okay, Lord, I recognize without you, I'm just spinning my wheels. A lot of energy, but going nowhere. Oh, but I'm working so hard to please God and do the. Come on, let's just get in tune with the Spirit and begin to shift that gear and start moving in the Spirit. Have a look in Isaiah 40 for a moment. These are verses that God just gave me this morning. I said, okay, Lord, I don't know where we're heading with this, but Isaiah 40. Verse 3. These might be familiar sounding words to you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Sounds a bit like John, doesn't it? Preparing the way for Jesus. We have to be preparing the way for Jesus. We have to be preparing our hearts because we recognize there is a holiness of the Spirit of God that he wants to reveal to us that we have not yet experienced, but we have to prepare our hearts for he is holy and he dwells with those who are hungry for holiness, humble hearts just waiting before God and say, come Holy Spirit, have your way. I'm, re- I'm just really yielding everything I know to yield. I'm so hungry for you, Lord. I'm hungry, Lord. What's a child say to the parent when they want food? I'm hungry. Dad, I'm hungry. Mom, I'm hungry. I need food. Well, God needs to hear that we've got a genuine hunger for the things of the Spirit, and He's going to begin to feed the hearts of the hungry. You're going to know what it is to feel the presence of God come and wrap his arms around you. You'll know what it is to dwell in the secret place of the Most High God. You will know his presence in a greater way. But don't wait till you get to the point where you're so desperate that that's the only hope you've got. Do it now. Start preparing your heart. Get ready to run with God because God is doing something right now. I'm telling you in the spirit, God has changed gears for us. We're going to move on in him, but hunger's going to be the fuel. The fuel that moves us on is our hunger. See, you can shift the gear, but if you've got no fuel in the tank, you're going nowhere or you'll stall. You've got to have the fuel and you need the fuel of the Holy Spirit causing you to have such a hunger for God that, Lord, I surrender all. I trust you with everything. I trust you, Lord, with everything in my life. You mean more to me than anything else. And when God hears that, he says, that's what I've been waiting for. Come, I've got so much to show you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, verse 3. Then it says, prepare the way of the Lord. So you need to understand this book of Isaiah, it's an Old Testament prophet, but it's an Old Testament prophet with a New Testament word. And it's got the anointing of Christ upon it. It's the word of God. And the word for now is prepare your heart for the coming of the Lord. 
Are you ready to stand before Jesus right now and say, welcome, Lord? Or would you be saying, oh, just hang on a minute. I've got a couple of things to sort out. Are you ready to stand before Jesus? I don't believe he's coming tonight because there's too much yet to be fulfilled that I've seen. And I'd be a little bit ticked if I didn't see it, but the coming would still be good. But I want to see what God's shown me. And I'm seeing it now. It's beginning to happen. I'm not affected by what I'm seeing with my natural eyes because God has shown me something else. And we're going to see it in the natural. But how hungry are you? How much are you prepared to give yourself to him? For him to be Lord of your life. Not welcome Jesus into my heart to help me get to heaven. Uh, uh, uh. I want heaven here upon the earth right now. And as I get before him, (laughs) I can't go there. Thank goodness. I'll get back to that in a minute. Just something just came that when I said when I get before him, it reminded me <clears throat> something last, last, <clears throat> last Sunday. I was in Numa Church and we we're in worship. I'm eyes shut, I'm just soaking in worship. And one of the pastors down there, Pastor Joe, some of you would know Joe as the the man that came here to Bendigo to be with David for his mother's funeral when that was here. Joe, That's Joe, dark-skinned man, and he's one of the pastors down there. Well, while I'm in worship, he was over out the front, and and I didn't even know that he knew I was there because we hadn't spoken, but he came up to me while I was in worship, and I thought he was just coming to say hello and that. But he said to me, Jeff, I saw you. I saw a vision or a picture. I don't know what he said, but I saw you. (laughs) He said, I I saw you in a big room, in a room with big bay window. And he said, you you were in the room and you were actually, you were playing and you were worshiping God. You were by yourself, but you were worshiping God. And the presence of God came in the room and God spoke. And God said, revival is coming again to Bendigo. And then he said, God spoke and said, who will I send? Who will go? Who will will be the ones that will help to facilitate this move of the Spirit, this, this what God is going to do? He said, I need trusted people, people who have been proven. And he said, once again, revival is coming back to Bendigo. He said, it's been, he said, you've seen it, you've been in it. He said, you were younger, you're now older, and God's going to bring you into something in revival. This is basically what he's saying, that we're going to see it in the house. It's not just going to be this house because there will be other houses of God that want to get on board with it, but some will not because some don't want revival. They don't want a mess in the house because revival is messy. Revival is going to stir things up. Revival is going to sort out hearts. 
And some people have worked too hard to build their church to allow God to mess it up. But God help them if they don't change their attitude because they'll miss it completely. If their house and their pride is more important to them than the move of the Spirit of God, God help them. God have mercy on them. That's all I can say. Because we are not playing church. God is coming in this end time move and it's going to be a complete... It's bigger than what I even thought. That's what you said to me this morning. It's bigger than what you thought. So, we have a, 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 a wonderful opportunity now. Do not take the word of God for granted. Do not take what you've got in this house for granted. God knows what he has established, the foundation he placed in his place, and it's going to grow. A branch shall come from that root. Even though it looks like the tree's been cut down, it's going to grow. New growth is coming into the house of God. You watch the trees of righteousness that begin to spring up in this house. There have been so many pictures God has given me of trees in this house, of people in this house represented by trees growing strong in the house of God. Their roots are down deep. They will not be swayed. The wind, the rain, the whole lot can blow, shake, whatever, that tree is going to stand. And that tree is going to be a a, a place where the fruit... Oh, I better not get into this, had I? You watch what God's going to produce. You mark my words. We are in the shift right now. Make sure you've got fuel in your tank and you recognize I need to have full tank because I'm going all the way with God. I don't want to run out halfway. I mean business with God. I'm getting 98 proof, all the best I can get. I'm going to go for it with everything I've got. I'm not a cheapskate putting the cheap petrol in. Just enough to get me by. Oh, it'll do. Doesn't matter if it messes up the engine a little bit. It'll do, it'll get me through. Chug, 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 chug. Everyone else is on, 98 goes flying past you. Can you just get a picture? God wants you to to recognize he has the very best for you if you'll just say, okay, Lord, fill me up. Fill me up. There's another level of glory coming in the house. I think I might have said it. Get ready. Can you handle the level of glory? There, 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 it's difficult. There, there is. If, 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 I'll get back to this. I'm not going anywhere with that. Twenty, um, three. Voice, the voice of one crying. So, so you've got the natural application, but this is the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking right now to prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God, and it's the highway of hunger. And it's fueled by the octane of the Holy Spirit. High octane. What do you call it? We need jet fuel, don't we? It's different fuel. They don't put unleaded in the aeroplane. 
what are you going to settle for? Have a look in 68 for a moment. Same chapter, Isaiah 68. Is it? No, I think it might have been. Let me see. 62. 62. See, I didn't have much time to prepare this one. This is hot off the press. 62 and verse... Oh, look, this, this is so good. I can't pass this one over. We'll have to go to verse, um, verse 6 first. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent. Sometimes people have tried to shut me up. We don't need to talk about that, do we? You who make mention of the Lord, don't let them shut you up and give him no rest till he establishes. Keep telling the Holy Spirit about what he's told you. Remind him you haven't forgotten. It's like the kids, mum, dad, you know what you said you promised you'd do. Come on now, mum, you promised you'd do it. Just keep reminding him. Don't let him think that you've forgotten. Keep reminding him. Keep reminding him. Give him no rest until he establishes until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. That's talking about the church. One translation says, let him know that you know what he said. Remind him of what he said. Get hungry for what he has said. Fuel that thing with hunger. Come on, make sure your tank's full. Every morning, make sure you've got something in your tank. It's like those ten virgins, five wise, five foolish. What was the difference? The foolish didn't have the fuel. They knew all about it, but they didn't have enough fuel. So this is the verse I wanted to get to. Verse 10. Go through. Come on, build up, get it ready. You know where you're heading? Go through. Go through the gates. What are the gates? The gates of praise. Talks about it in the same book. Come on, we need to get our hands up and worship him, get the gates of praise operating. Let the fuel of the Holy Spirit begin to get us moving in the things of God. Raise your hands and let the wind of the Spirit begin to blow us in the direction the Holy Spirit is moving us. Prepare the way for the people. Build up. Build up the highway. There it is again. Build it up. How do you build it up? There's a bit of effort. There's a bit of work. Some people don't like any work. They want others to do it for them. You are responsible for your position, your place, your future in God. No one can do it for you. There can be favour that comes because of the prayers of others, but you have to exercise your faith and start to build yourself up in the Holy Spirit. That's what it's talking about in Jude. Have a look in Jude. If you know, Jude is only one chapter just before Revelation. Verse 20 says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God. 
And that keeping in the love of God is what's going to draw the power of the presence of God as we love one another. Oh, see how they love one another. See how the spirit of of unity is flowing in the house. God is producing something in this house that's going to be so rock solid. Nothing the enemy does is going to impact what God is doing in this house because God is in the house and start to reverence God, realize there's a holy fear of God that's required in me. I need to have that reverential fear of God and not be too proud to get on my knees and say, Lord, come Holy Spirit, do what you want to do. God wants to dwell with his people in an experiential way. And so as we begin to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit, say, yes, Lord, I receive your word. I am so hungry to present myself wholeheartedly to you. Search your heart right now. If you need to close your eyes and just meditate on this word you have just heard, allow the Spirit of God to speak to you. Prepare the way. Prepare the way. Take out the stumbling blocks. Some of the things that we love, some of the things we enjoy doing, are they taking priority over God's place, God's house. God wants you to have a a wonderful, enjoyable life, but some of the things are stumbling blocks and they're tripping us up and they're stopping us from entering into the things of God. We stumble over some things because of different reasons. There can be all sorts of stumbling blocks. There can be the blockage of pride. There can be the stumbling block of offence. There can be stumbling blocks of unforgiveness. There can be stumbling blocks that the enemy has thrown in that you didn't know was coming and it just stumped your toe on it. It's sort of, Lord, I don't know why that happened, but I know that it's, it's affected me. Lord, I know my heart's not as passionate towards you as what I see in Jeff, but I want to have what he's got. I want to see what he's got in my life. I want to have that moving in my heart. I want a revelation of the Spirit of God. I want that personal experience of knowing Jesus Christ. I want that presence of God where I can just be in the house of God. I want the Holy Spirit in my life more than anything else. I want to spend time in the presence of God by myself, allowing the Spirit of God to fuel my heart, to cause the fire to begin to burn in my heart, to get rid of all the brushwood. Come, Holy Spirit, have your way in the house. Lord, we just desire so much for you to have your way, that you would prepare the hearts. Lord, help us to recognize what the stumbling blocks are right now. Admit and let the Lord say, okay, I'll deal with that. If you'll submit it, you'll give it to me and say, Lord, I need your help. I want that thing to be gone out of my heart. I want the the Holy Spirit to have all 
priority in my life. I want the Holy Spirit to be able to guide and lead me in everything I'm doing. Oh Lord, I really do yield my heart to you right now. I say, Holy Spirit, help me. I need you. I love you. I want you to bring me on. Help me to prepare my heart to run in the ways of righteousness that you can cause me to walk the walk of God, that I can be running in the ways and the presence of God. Lord, I want to prepare my heart. Show me how to prepare my heart. Show me what I need to do. But Lord, whatever needs to happen, help me with it. I yield myself and I'm asking you for your presence to move in my heart and reduce everything that's not of you. Get it out of my life because I want to be walking in the realms of the Spirit. I want to hear the voice of God. I want to have dreams and visions. I want to have that excitement in my heart, that first love bubbling in my heart. I want no fuel to be burning that's not taking me in the direction of God. I do not want to waste my time on other things, but I want to give God my full attention. And if God hears your cry of your heart right now, it's done in the name of Jesus. When you present yourself, my Lord, I yield everything. I'm all yours. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I think some people just shifted gears. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. sure what we do now. <laughs> Maybe we just need to let that sit and meditate on it for a few minutes. That See, I could have an altar call now. I could ask people to come out the front. And that's great. And that's the laying on of hands is good. There's an impartation. There's so much to receive in those ways. But you see, if you recognise the Holy Spirit's presence on you right now, it's about your heart. And, and my prayer, all this year, God, God gave me I started praying a prayer, actually. It sort of stuck with me. On the 2nd of January this year, I started praying. I said, Holy Spirit, please let the lens of your spirit be infused upon my eyes. And may the breath of your spirit Blow the sails of my heart and let your word become my preacher like a fire in my soul so the whispers of your spirit move my heart for you to hold. I want to read something to you. 
Um, yes, I, I read this last time I spoke. It's, it's the last verse. You just meditate on it. Stay in the presence of God. It's, it's the last verse of Psalm 19. And the Passion Translation says, So may the words of my mouth, my meditation thoughts, and every movement of my heart be always pure and pleasing, acceptable before your eyes. Every movement of my heart. So your heart is going to move you. Is every movement of your heart centred around the Lord of your life? Your heart is going to be moved by your treasure. If Jesus is your treasure, your heart is going to move in his direction. Imagine having your heart beating with the heartbeat of God. Just so in line. Lord, I just love being in your presence. I think with this time that we're just sitting waiting, I think I think would be a good time to have communion. So I'm going to share communion this morning with you. I'm going to stay in this vein. So if you haven't got your communion, you can get that now. But what a what a um, a wonderful opportunity we have right now to actually seal what we've been saying, to actually commit my thoughts, my will. My plans. Lord, I just submit it all to you. And this is, this is just a time for us to remember the victory that every one of us can be walking in where we are overcomers. This is to remind us he won the victory so we could walk in the victory. He won the victory for us. We think, oh, it's such a hard fight that's Christian. No, not if you recognise what he did at the cross. I keep, I keep finding myself going back 
to that point at times. And I was doing it again yesterday when I went walking with Jesus. I just, I went walking. I said, Lord, I, I, can't, I can't comprehend how much you went through on that cross for me. Like, I can't comprehend it, Lord. I can't, I can't imagine how difficult that must have been for you. But it just made my heart begin to swell with that love and appreciation. Lord, I, I am so thankful. I don't take anything of that for granted. I say, Lord, I just love you so much. And I thank you. So that's, that's what we need to recognize in this this communion, reminding yourself that he took the the stripes and the punishment and was broken for our healing. He wants us to understand the victory of walking in his presence and we're all growing in it. But the more we surrender and say, Lord, I love you so much, the quicker the growth will come. Because he's doing the work in response to our heart. And if we respond to his word with an open, hungry heart, you're going to see some great things begin to happen. So do you want to stand for a moment? And we'll, we'll lead it this moment. Lord, we just thank you so much for the provision, for everything you've done for us. We just thank you. We thank you so much that you've given us the gift of salvation, the gift of healing, and the grace to walk in the power of your spirit. And we receive that right now. Let's just eat. And he said that this is a cup of blessing. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to walk in the blessing and favour of God. And when you know your heart's right with him, then you know there's nothing separating me from the blessing and the favour of God. Thank you, Lord. Let's just drink. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated for a moment. Now... Before this morning, I didn't know any of that was coming out. So, if you recognize that that's the Spirit of God moving and receive it, wow, what's going to happen? Now, I did ask Caleb last night to just center his thoughts on today's service a little bit and see what God was saying to him about today's meeting. And what God spoke to him fits in really well with what I've just been sharing. So I'd like him to come up and share that. Just listen.
was a um a really fun experience this one i i it was instant instant i do, i looked and everything came at once i saw myself standing up up where chris is at the mixer there looking here looking down this way and i saw a a large sound wave uh, hovering in the middle of the room here. And if ever, if anyone knows how sound works, that's not how sound works. <laughs> sound sound travels from the source in every direction, but I saw a, a visual depiction of a sound wave in the middle of the room here, and it was traveling through like a river. And I asked God what what the sound was and he said that this is the sound of unity of heart and it's becoming clearer and more pure he said when all my people are in one accord there is a sound released in the spirit and the beautiful a beautiful harmonized sound that fills the spiritual atmosphere and this sound is like a like it is powerful like a strong river anyone who enters it gets swept away and nothing can stand against it my people are coming closer to total unity in a desire for my presence. And once that happens, this sound will be released. And he said, I cannot resist that sound. How good is that? <laughs> How good is that? Glory to God. Do we think God knows what he's doing? <laughs> so on the day of Pentecost, I, 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 I don't think, um, I don't think the, um, the 120 were, that were there sort of had it all worked out before the Holy Spirit came. Uh, right. Peter, you do that and uh and we'll back you up and, and none of that. Holy Spirit came and Holy Spirit gave Peter a word to speak. But he represented <laughs> all the people that were there because they were all with one accord. Because <laughs> it's not going to work if 120 people get up and start speaking. Let all things be done in order in the church. But it's 
the Holy Spirit's order. And that's, that's outside, that's outside of our comprehension or, or the way that, that human beings like to order stuff. And, you know, there, there, are, there, are, you know there, there are things that we need to have. In the natural, there are things that we need to have in order because if you haven't got things in order, if you're in business and you haven't got things in order, well, it's just a mess, you're going to go broke. I mean, you know, that's, that's fine. But there is the the moving of the spirit is is by faith. It is a faith walk. And when we have a faith walk, yeah, not that I'm um, uh, um, promoting um, you know, Indiana Jones movies, but there was one of his one of his movies where there was it was the Oh, I forget which one. But there was this great chasm and, and the, the, the thing was there was had to be a step of faith. Yeah. Which one was it? The Holy Grail. The Holy Grail, okay. Just a chasm, you know, and there's a doorway over there. And and it was it was to be a step of faith. And it was just a there was nothing there. <laughs> and he had to go step out. <laughs> And that's a bit like that's a bit like the moving of the spirit. You know, we don't get all the steps. We just get the next one. <laughs> we just get the next one. And you know, God gives plan to, to, to different people, God gives plans and, and a little bit more insight, that's great. For the majority, it's for each and every one of us. Each and every one of us, it's what is the next step, Lord? What is the next step that you have for me to take? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, look, I've got a, I had an offering message here, but it can, they can wait. They can wait. They can wait. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the newest member of the church just walked into the room. <laughs> you wanna bring you wanna bring that little girl up here? <laughs> Look at that. Hey. Well, you've had three boys to practice on and now you So you gotta it's gotta Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm just going to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father. Ha. We have such a privilege to be able to call you our Father. <laughs> our Dad. <laughs> oh, 
just as a natural father has all the very, 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 very best intentions and the best stored up for their children. Lord, so you, in such a greater measure, have all the good stored up for your people. All the good stored up for those who would call you Father. (laughs) So Father, as we, your children, look to you, unite our hearts, Lord, together as family members. (laughs) Lord, unite our hearts together to seek you, to worship you. Lord, to be used by you to extend the family. Because Lord, as you work on our hearts, Lord, as as you give to us, Your word says that freely we have received and freely we will give. So Lord, open the eyes of our heart. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord, to the needs that we see on a daily basis. And Lord, you've given everything that pertains to life and godliness and you've planted it in our heart so that's what you want us to give (laughs) so lord as we go lord impress upon holy spirit impress upon our heart lead us to those who you would have us impart what you've imparted to us (laughs) to be able to speak life Lord, you said you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And you are the truth and you live in us. So Lord, as we give out of what you've given us, Lord, you are building your church. (laughs) Mm. So Father, we just pray. Lord, your blessing, we pray your blessing on your church. Hallelujah. We are a blessed people because we know the truth. And the truth has set us free. And the freedom that we experience is just going to continue to grow and grow, and grow, and grow. So Father, we thank you for all that you are and all that you're going to do. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's a really good offering message. It'll work.